Hello, we're the Sticky Bun Boys. I'm Michael. And I'm David. Welcome back to the podcast. It felt weird saying my actual name there. Anyway, welcome back to our dive into series three of the Great British Bake Off. And it's Bread Week. Our favourite. We love it. Please, David. Oh, don't stop me when I'm on a roll. I, I can't support this. Okay, then. Ready or not, here we crumb. Oh, God. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Okay, into bread week. Six seconds on last week's episode. Go. Last week was cake week. It was. And Natasha was shit. Well, she wasn't um, shit. No, because Stuart was also shit. <gasps> but Natasha was shitter. These are people. Um, <laughs> Victoria, with her lovely lilac roll neck, did amazingly. And she got Star Baker. Mm-hmm. They made really... Oh, actually, they were all shit for the showstopper. Just, just totally ripping them apart. <laughs> the showstoppers were terrible. They did like hidden cakes. Uh, they made rum bar bars all quite badly. And actually, they didn't do very well with anything, did they? And some upside down cakes. So I think some of them did their best. And some of the bakes, yes, they may have been quite simple by our standards now, but they tasted lovely and they looked fairly nice. I want to be a judge on TV and just rip people apart. I think you wouldn't make it through. You'd be horrible. I'd be killed. You'd be absolutely worse than Paul. Um, So the signature for bread week was actually a very interesting one. It was flatbreads, 12 flatbreads, six with yeast and six without in two and a half hours, which is good because it's a tight amount of time. But you've got the the non-yeasted flatbreads to fill the time while the yeasted ones are rising. Yes. Um, so I thought it was really great. Um, and I also loved in this challenge, Mel and Sue were both roaming around. So normally during a challenge, only one of them will kind of do a bit of a wander around the tent and have a little play. Um, and the other one will kind of arrive towards the end of the challenge. Whereas in this one, Mel and Sue were both clearly there the whole time because Mel would like yell a joke and Sue would respond to it. Like at the opposite end of the tent. This is the time that people, if people didn't know Mel and Sue at this point, this would be the time where people were really falling in love with them. Yeah. And like they were getting into each other's shots. Like it was funny. They were clearly annoying the cameramen. Like they were having a play. Like um, Mel was leaning on bakes then being like, oh shit, sorry if I ruined that. <laughs> yeah. Like it was just fun. It was a really lovely vibe, I thought. Can we point out we've been saying cameramen quite a lot on this thing? It's because literally they are all men. They are all men. We never met a camera woman. Uh, there was one. There was one. There was sound. There was sound women. I didn't meet a camera woman. 
I was too busy crying. I couldn't see through the tears. Uh, what would you make? I would love this. I've got a really, really good. It's not my recipe, but I could just fake it like we do for all the Bake Off things. Uh, naan bread. Like it's a naan in a frying pan, though. Ah. So it's yeasted and it's really, really good. And then I do love making tortillas. <laughs> um, I, would, <laughs> I do love making tortillas and I love making ducca, putting ducca in a tortilla mm. with a bit of turmeric as well. And they are really good. They're very soft. Turmeric. Oh yeah, turmeric. Why did I say turmeric? I don't know, but you should grow up. <laughs> ick. Uh, ick. <laughs> what, would, what would you do? I like. I would love to do a roti because it's very simple, very straightforward, very easy. But I was like, why is no one doing like a paratha? <gasps> That's why I just. I would do a kong yu bing, oh. which is a. It's a paratha, mm. but it's a Chinese version. You put loads of uh, spring onions into all the layers. <gasps> oh, and good. it's really crispy and then soft inside. Can we do one of those promises that you'll that you'll do something and you'll bring it in next time? But we should do it one time. Anyway. Let's like we should have lunch. <laughs> okay. Oh, we should make. <laughs> Didn't it. realize we were like doing a, a calendar situation here. Yeah, like, let's do. Let's have lunch. Let's I'd make Kong Yu that Bing. That sounds delicious. Um, let's talk about the people's actual bakes. So who who stood out for you? Uh, James. James. He, he did like a tomato flatbread, and then he did tatty scones. It's not that his stood out because I think they said it needed more seasoning and it needed more baking. Yeah. But I love a tatty scone. Oh, me too. Absolutely. Who else? Who else was good? I loved the idea. There was a few of them that did coconut and lime either yeah. in, in either of the breads. And so I Sarah the idea Jane did that. that. Who else did that? Danny did it as well. Right. Sure. Um, I really like that because coconut's kind of got that sweet warming, and then the lime's a bit sharp, and then the bread is. But oh. Coconut's quite hard to get through in a bread. Yeah, I find because like you have to toast it and then it gets a bit bad. I love the idea of Catherine's spiced mango naan. Yum. That yeah. sounds delicious. It's an amazing um, mango recipe by, I want to say Mira Sodha, which is like a coriander, mango and like chili salad. And it is one of the nicest things in the entire world. Like mango works really well in a savory capacity. Oh, yes. So good. I really like actually green mango as well, where it's mm. kind of more unpickled mango. and oh, mango. A- any, any type of mango. I make the best mango chutney. Do you remember my mango chutney in the tent? Yes, it was so good. And everyone kept coming over for it. Like Sandy was, Sandy was like eating it with a spoon. And she doesn't eat anything. No, she literally looks at it and ignores you. Um, I also love the idea of Victoria's garlic, parsnip and black cardamom chapatis. Yeah. Yes. That sounded lovely. I like the sound of them, but she said she's not very good with breads and she didn't look that comfortable in doing them. They looked okay. But none of them looked comfortable. That was what was no. wild about this year. Only John was like, I make bread. Brendan has been doing the 90 breads. He's trying to make the world, oh, yes. all the so world's breads. And he brought in rocks to do it himself. And I did like this point as well. He said, I stood there and blushed. It's good to know I still can. <laughs> He's naughty, Brendan. <laughs> so he was talking, so he brought in rocks from home. Yeah. And put them in the bottom of his oven to make hot rocks. And I was so distracted by his hot rocks. I don't think I wrote down what he made. He made a tabor bread from, I think he said it was from Morocco. Right. To, I don't think it had to be on these rocks. And then he just made an Indian roti as well. I loved a section from Ryan, who is at all times very serious, taking everything very seriously. And then there's a jump cut to him and they cut all the music beneath him. He was just going, if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. (laughs) (laughs) Where did that even come from? like, what's happening here? There's been like no kind of suggestion of joy from this man at all until this moment. And now he's singing an earthly rhyme. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know that one of the best bits was Manisha though? Manisha, Mm. who, because she made an Indian flatbread, She's from India. Yeah. And Paul absolutely loved it. It's like, well, yeah, go figure. She literally <laughs> makes these every week. She lived there for a while, like five years or something. They looked so good. And she was like flipping them on two. She had two pans going, one on the bench behind her. Mm. She was brilliant. She was fine. And then there was John, um, who had some excellent kneading. Um, Paul said nice action because of his wrist. It's yeah. all on the wrist, isn't it? The kneading. Classic gay, really, isn't it? <laughs> good with his wrists. 
You know, you know the gays. They're good with their wrists. They you know, that's what they say. That's what they say. Um, actually, they all did fine. Yeah, look, there was, there was some like comments about them being a bit bland or a bit salty and things but in general they did actually okay arguably before we move on arguably sarah jane making oat cakes she should know that oat cakes aren't bread no it's a different type of oat cake it's essentially like a, oh right all oh, right i thought she was making oat cakes yeah the scottish oat cake is the like the crumbly biscuit cracker yeah. there's another oat cake that's like a pancake it's like a really thin crumpet so it's similar to bread then it's like pancake yeah, it's a pancake, yeah. <laughs> Whenever I read that word, I read it as pancake. That's fun, isn't it? Uh, so the technical was an eight-strand plaited loaf in two hours. Ouch. Whoa. I mean, first of all, an eight-stranded plaited loaf, you need to have like a YouTube video in front of you mm. and still you mess up. Two hours to do any bread. Two hours to make a loaf. It's gonna, not, not plaiting yeah, it. Yeah, you've is... got to make the dough and you've got to knead it. You've then got to usually let it at least have an hour's proof for the first proof. You've then got to shape it, let it rise again before baking it for at least 30 minutes. How did they even do it? Two hours. It's wild. I mean, I I thought it was a brilliant challenge, though. Like, I love plaiting. They all won, in my Uh, mind, because they all made the bread. Well, they famously didn't because some of them did very badly. (laughs) But it was like, I thought it was a great challenge. And like the whole watching them plait and do plaiting differently was really interesting to watch and really engaging to watch because it was so difficult. Yes, so difficult. Um, I thought it was brilliant. That said, there wasn't really very much to say other than that it was a really good challenge to watch. Nothing like a standout really happened. Well, there was one thing standing out because Catherine did say, she said, look at James's, it's really long. Oh, yes. And then Mary was concerned about Brendan's enlarged end. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) He just folded over. And then Danny described my first time saying, started off poorly, got into it in the middle and lost it at the end. (laughs) (laughs) So overall, in 11th place was Peter. Didn't go very well. 10th place was Sarah Jane. And 9th was Stuart. And I think Stuart's starting to sweat here because he's not he's not had the redemption bake yet that's made kind of him feel like he can do it. No, each time he's been basically at the bottom. But end. that's quite a really hard position to be in in the tent. When you feel like you're every single time, there's not even one bake that's kind of lifted you up. That's a, it's quite hard. Priya kind of had that in Aya, didn't she? Yeah. She kept on, she never, she was always thinking it'll be the next bake, but she always ran out of time. You always need resilience for that kind of thing. They're like, Priya's resilience was like pretty outstanding yeah. our year. Um, and mine was not. Uh, <laughs> third place was Danny. Second place was James. And first place was John Waite, the only person who can really make a bread in that tent. And his was also perfect. It was. Uh, that's not fair. I shouldn't have said that because James's was pretty good as well. Yeah. James and John seemed to be the only two in the tent that felt comfortable with bread. Because to be fair, James did a very good thing. Because like, like we've been saying, to do it in two hours is ridiculous. Mm. How did John do a perfect one in two hours? Yeah, it was pretty... Pretty impressive. He's pretty. He is pretty, God bless him. Although that floppy hair is a bit... Mm. It's a bit... He needs to put some product through or something. It feels like when his face gets wet, it's going to stick to it. And then he's got this really horrible leather jacket. I mean, it was the 2012. Oh, I think he looks quite cute in that leather jacket. Oh, no. Oh, I love John. What a lovely man. Uh, Showstopper, then, they had to make 24 bagels. So 12 were savoury, 12 were sweet, and they had four hours. A good challenge, I think, here. Yes, that is a very tough one. Bagels are very specific, and you realise how difficult they are, because obviously for the showstopper you can practice Mm. and still people were really struggling yeah it's really interesting actually brendan's technique um he said pinch the end and gently rock backwards and forwards (laughs) is that a technique you've used before david no you don't pinch the end no no you want to roll straight in like just really go with some hard rolling sure he was making cumin and gruyere and chocolate and vanilla twists he made two different doughs he made a chocolate dough and a vanilla dough kind of swelled them together and then tried to pinch them together but he kind of swelled them you kind of want to swirl 
smell it, then roll it. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. But he didn't roll it. So they just looked like two separate. It didn't quite work. And they didn't really, they said that the savory were really nice, but they didn't really like the sweet one, the, the, the twisted one. They said it was just a bit like a bread ring. He did keep on, Paul kept on talking about them just being bread rolls sometimes. It's like, mm, it is a bread roll though. Well, it is, but I think his issue was there was no hole. Yeah, no hole. Or sometimes it was just like too crusty because you meant to have like a chewy crust and not a, like a, a chewy crust, crust. And like a, you want to be able to put at least two fingers through the hole generally, I would say. Yeah. Um, talking of holes, um, John said it was important to have even rings. And he was the only one that was really making sure that like they were all evenly spaced. Everyone else felt a bit kind of haphazard with them, really. Yeah, John's looked like a bakery, basically. Yeah, well, they looked perfect. And so did James's, to be fair. James's looked good, although he was making orange, mint and chocolate. What's that? Chocolate orange? Chocolate and mint. You do not have chocolate, mint and orange. Like, I can't put in my mind orange and mint together. So I can't quite work out how that tasted because I just can't picture that profile. No, I can't. And they, but they really liked it because I was expecting them to say, oh, this doesn't really work. But they mm. both liked it. I like the fact that James said he just didn't care about how to present it because everyone else was doing all these fancy things. <laughs> He's put on board that James is my spirit animal because that was me on Bake Off. Because basically you can bring in all these fancy things or they have a selection of things from the front. I was, I was like, oh, what am I going to use from the front? I'll just use one of those boards over I there. I love James on this show. His attitude is bang on. Like he, he'll push it and he'll try something new and it might not work. But like he, he does it with a good attitude and like he's 21 when he's and doing this. Four hours for bagels and he decides to do sourdough ones. Yeah. Oh my God. I forgot about I that. I don't know yeah. how he even managed to do that. And there was no yeast in them at all. And they worked. Yeah. They worked really well. Um, I did enjoy Sarah Jane. Um, it's sort of the Mason School of Wrong Implements. In that she just wasn't using them. So she was, she didn't understand, didn't realize that a timer, <laughs> which uh, the job of a timer being to count time, would count seconds for her. <laughs> she was just counting them herself. It was so And Sue kind of interrupted and was like, oh, we can, we can do it on this thing that's for that. And she was like, after this one. And then it started, it started from the beginning <laughs> yeah. and counted it. And I was like, right. Okay. <laughs> I mean, overall, it wasn't the most interesting challenge no um nothing really stood out i thought james and john were, were, did very well brendan kind of made me chuckle a bit but overall but like you've said before to me especially considering i've been trying really hard to write everything down it then just felt like i was writing lists because there's every person there there's like 11 bakers 11. and they're all doing two flavors it just got a bit kind of repetitive same just... as what we were talking about in the, in the final of last year of the last series like it, it was just a list of, of things. Yeah, you're just cycling through people, mm. and and some, and then you also don't hear enough about the ones that actually look quite nice. And some people's weren't even mentioned at all. Really, I mean, like Peter, that. who left this week, I didn't even write down what he did because I didn't have time. Peter made rosemary and salt and cinnamon <laughs> and raisin, and they said they were like bread rolls. Oh, I love rosemary and salt. I mean, they said that um, that Brendan's were like bread rings. And what is a bagel at all? The bread <laughs> ring. Um, but anyway, Peter sadly went home, and John rose to the top and deservedly he, he deservedly won god bless john Waite. so it's goodbye to peter and john was a very deserving top this week nice for a top to be deserving now and again right our taste test comes this week from emma on twitter who's coming out against onions in mac and cheese oh for brave statement from emma is it jail or do they have a free pass you decide 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Are your buns drying out? I beg your pardon? I mean, could your buns be kept stickier? The eternal question. I suppose the answer is yes. Well, I'm here to help. I thought you were married. Behave. If you'd like extra helpings of Sticky Bun Boys each and every week, all you have to do is join our OnlyFans. Each week, you get an ad-free version of our podcast, as well as bonus bits, including recipes and access to our own little community of soggy bottoms. And all it costs is the price of a coffee each month. Check us out at patreon.com forward stroke Sticky Bun Boys! Exclamation mark. Now, Michael, we've talked about this before. I don't like messing with mac and cheese. Oh, I do. I would put onions through a mac and cheese. But I was thinking about this at first when I was picturing. I was picturing someone just spreading in some raw onions. <laughs> from, do you know what? Wouldn't be against that either. I love a raw onion. Oh, but in mac and cheese though. Yes. <laughs> I like mac and cheese to be really creamy and earthy. But I can imagine if you cook down the onions and make them really sweet and sticky, that would be lovely. Oh, no, I would kind of want the slight crunch to them. Oh, no, you go to jail. I think because I like to, because I put garlic into my roux and like I put mustard into my roux. Oh, yeah, I do that. And all those things. So we're already bastardizing the simple mac and cheese. But that's okay. They're little tweaks. Raw chunks of onion. No. Okay, not raw then, but just like cooked but not caramelized. Okay, yeah. And, and some, what about bacon? And then some crisps on top. Grow up. <laughs> Cheese and onion crisps. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely no. not. I think Emma needs to go to jail. So sorry. Sorry, Emma. Um, X. Oh. We're to the Olympics. So what about, we've currently got... The soup for the soup. The soup for the day. day. And getting the head stuck in an armhole or the head hole of a t-shirt. Yes. Great. Okay, this first one I 100% agree with. When he drives past empty parking spaces. Oh, isn't that awful? Especially like, when you point when you pointed it out to them. You're like, yeah. oh, there's a space there. And they just keep driving. Or when there's, lo- you know, when there's like 
about 10 and they're just they've obviously got their eye on this one parking space like, just park in one of these spaces i agree however all of that said i like to reverse a particular direction oh so i like to reverse left Wait, i so do not like to reverse right does that depend on where, where I, you're sitting I in the car i will not drive in head first oh i always drive in head first no 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 no, no. I, I, I like to back up do you know i think i told you when i did my driving test and i got no faults at all. One of the reasons was is because we drove into an empty car park and I was asked to drive into a car parking space forwards. That's the only challenge I had to do in the whole test. <laughs> challenge? It's not called challenge. a challenge. The showstopper today. <laughs> okay, next one is saying totes my goats. <laughs> oh that one is God, horrible that's vile it's even worse when you see it written down <laughs> oh no oh, thank that, you. it is pad isn't it oh Ooh, yeah absolutely not this next hang on what <laughs> a, at what age does it stop being appropriate to say to it's my goats any age i think when you're, when you're eight no are you gonna smack a child yes especially <laughs> if they're called clementine or something and they're saying totes my goats i apologize to any clementines listening that have been affected by the content <laughs> of this podcast this next one is brilliant i don't care about clementine anymore this one is absolute gold owning a pencil case <laughs> 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 oh especially if it's a pencil case if you're an adult and it's your actual one from when you were a kid what would you do if i brought out a pencil case and started writing down a really floppy le- leather one oh, oh i'm no. thinking about that plastic the kind of like 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 see-through blue plastic oh yes and the, no. you always end up with like pencil shavings in the corner yeah, yeah oh. you got pencil sharpener in there as well no 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 anyone that's owning a pencil case can you please stop listening to this podcast and subscribe? <laughs> no please don't please keep listening okay the next one missing the beat drop on a song even <laughs> Even worse if they're too <sighs> early. <laughs> oh, yeah. that is that's vile. That's like, humiliation. When someone jumps, like as if the beat's about to drop, and no one else does, <laughs> oh, it's one of the most awful things. You know, and it's one of those songs that's where it's it's a really well-known song as well, but it's kind of known for being one of those ones where you just don't know quite where it is. Just don't try. Just don't jump. Don't go. And like, what do you do with the person next to the person that jumps? Do you, do you like, do, do you sing? Like, do you acknowledge? Or do you pretend that you were looking somewhere else the whole time? Because <laughs> I think I would have to be like, pretend, as soon as I saw him leave the floor, I'd have to like, look away. Just look away. <laughs> so that when they return to the ground... I'm not looking at it. Do you know what though? If you're that person, you still wouldn't recover. You'd be because you'd also know that you'd done that as well. Oh. As, as a friend, I would respectfully look away and then I would return and pretend like nothing had happened. And then ask for that song to be played again. <laughs> <laughs> so they can do it again. It, or it's not even when they like jump, it's like when they like start singing a line, they go, and oh, yes. <laughs> oh. oh, they turn it into a cough. Oh god. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> I, th- I think if you ever do that kind of thing, you've got to own it. Because it's all those things you just described are way worse. <laughs> own the humiliation. That's a really good one. I like That's that. That's a really good one. How about when he can't get his ankle through skinny jean leg holes? No, I don't have a problem with it going through. It's the when they're taking them off. Oh, yeah. If it's like, if you're in the moment and then they can't get their trousers off. That is an ick. I, when it was the skinny jean era, I've got massive calves. Right. I couldn't even get them, humble brag. I couldn't even get them past my calves. I always had problems with skinny jeans. Um, okay. Oh, this one is... <laughs> I'm just, sorry, I've just read the next one. I know this one is... This is like state level. Licking his finger before he turns a newspaper page. Especially if it's like a little... Although Brendan, if Brendan did it, he's the only person that could do that. It's not an ick. Anyone else? 
<laughs> it completely is. Oh. <laughs> do you know what? Right now, I wouldn't have to do that. I could just like wipe the sweat off my forehead. Or off the chair. You put a puddle on. No, that's too wet. It would wet the page. <laughs> I... The, my favourite icks are the ones that are like so, so specific. Yeah. Like a particular instance. That's quite hard. I think I'm going to be stuck between pencil case, the beat drop or the newspaper page. That's what, you know, if there was a race in the Olympics and if you look at one of those rounds, you think this is a tough one because it's all the three best runners. <laughs> so that's for this because I would say, oh, do you know what? I, I'm going to have to drop really pencil tough. case. I'm going to have to drop pencil case. I was going to say maybe pencil case. Well, if you're dropping ke- pencil case, it has to be beat. Yeah missing the beat drop sort of but the look in the finger i completely oh, get finger. but henry probably does that god bless okay i'm gonna vote i think it has to be beat drop because like i get like a feeling in my heart <laughs> you know that feeling where you're just like oh i think the beat drop one i just had so much visual you were, the way you described it, i could see it exactly happening <laughs> Of you standing in a club next to someone. I so, think yeah. it's because they get the ick about themselves and you get the ick about them. Yes. Like a double ick. Double ick. Whereas the through. licking the finger, they haven't got an ick, but you've received the ick. Yeah. They've given you the ick, but you haven't. Yeah. So, okay. So we're adding to the page, missing the beat drop on a song, even worse if they're early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. This next question uh, comes from someone called Alex. Oh. And they're basically... You could just ask us in person if you like, Alex, my love. We're always here. My you've, love. Got, you've got our numbers. <laughs> Please don't text us outside work time. <laughs> <laughs> and by work time, we mean between 10 and 11. <laughs> 10 a.m., 11 p.m. <laughs> so this one is asking for two truths and one lie. Okay. Have you ever played this game before? I have, but I'm really bad at them because either you have to do a, like a truth, a lie that's like all adjacent to the truth, or you go like wild and feral on it. Yeah. And some people's are really boring. And it's like, well, I think mine might be quite boring. Quite I haven't thought about it. Why didn't you think about it? Well, I didn't know. It's a spontaneous question, David. Uh, I've thought about it because I read the question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you go first. Okay, so first one. Uh-huh. My mum gave me a suppository. I don't know what that means. It's a pill you put up your bum. A syllabub. <laughs> a syllabub. <laughs> your mum gave you a syllabub. My mum gave you a syllabub up the bum. Oh, that sounds like a horrible sentence. Um. Why? Why? Because I was constipated. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. Oh, so it's like a modium, but the opposite. Yeah, it's like a pill that like breaks down all the. Well, why can't they just like put it in your mouth? It takes too long to come through. It's when you're extreme, when you're in griping pain, you've left it too long. Oh, and you do have a problem with your like poos. an enema as well. You could, or you could have a phosphate enema, but the enema, the the pill, the suppository is the first one. Who needs enemas with friends like these? Okay, next one. When I was a student in a hospital, I lent on someone's face when they were unconscious in surgery. <laughs> <laughs> and third one i wore the same pair of underwear for a week well that's true so <laughs> we're looking at the other two suppository or leading on a face oh these are quite good i'm so annoyed i've, I've been thinking about yours the entire time so i've not come up with any of my own um did you, well you do have problem with poos as we all know um but i think but it's usually the other way isn't it i think you didn't lean, lean on an unconscious face Okay, you're wrong. <gasps> First of all, the lie was the fact that I actually wore the same pair of underwear for three weeks. So you did that annoying <laughs> thing no, where you were adjacent to the truth. It was very adjacent. You gave me the idea. Um, <laughs> yeah, the suppository as well. I was over 18 when my mum did that. And did you ask? I got, yeah, because she's a nurse. <laughs> and I was really constipated. And so, yeah. And she said, you can do it yourself. I was like, no, you can do it. <laughs> Why? Why couldn't you do it yourself? I didn't want to. That ick. 
A grown well, man. <laughs> grown man. Knees, you just lie on your side, knees to nose. <laughs> knees to nose. But she's a nurse. But yeah, I was over 18, so that's a bit weird. But the other one, that did happen. It was awful. Someone was having open heart surgery. <laughs> and you know, there's like this screen. It takes hours. <laughs> they put this screen up. So like, because they're doing open heart surgery. And I was a student. I was allowed to come and watch. But it took hours. And I was stood at the head end. But they put like sheets over everything. And I was at the head end with the anaesthetist and the anaesthetist just walked off and was doing something. And they came back in and I had like started leaning down <laughs> onto what I just thought was just like a, a bit. And it was the person's face. And the worst <laughs> bit is that remembering afterwards, I was even finding it uncomfortable and like moving my elbow around. Oh God. <laughs> and I got shouted at and left. The next day, the person's face was so swollen and bruised. <gasps> and they just said it could be a complication of surgery. David. I know. How bad is that? Nothing I say is going to top that. We might have to leave it there. <laughs> you can think of yours for next week. The, I can assure you, I have never caused somebody to have a swollen face because I lent on it while their heart was open to the elements. I didn't mean to do it, though. They survived. Their, their heart surgery went well. I, I mean, I wasn't part of that. <laughs> and you never were again. Look at that. Another week has gone past and we're already back at that bit where we beg you to do things. Maybe we should keep it fresh and do it like a quiz. I'm game. Okay, round one. Michael, how could you support this podcast and keep it running? A, review it on your podcast app so it stays high in the charts. B, subscribe to the podcast feed so it downloads automatically each week. Or C, join our only flans at patreon.com forward stock sticky mumbies. I think that's a trick question. I think it's all three. Correct. 10 points to you. Okay, round two. Which is not a way of getting in touch with us? Sending in your eggs, taste test stories and questions. A, social media at stickybunboys. B, stickybunboys at gmail.com. C, stopping us in the street. D, writing in your personal diary. Right, okay. For the first time in my life, I think D is wrong. Two for two. As much as we'd love to have access to your personal diary, we rely on you sharing your deepest, darkest secrets via one of the other methods. Great work, David. That was a much better plug than usual. You're welcome. Well, also, you wrote it. David, please do not spoil the illusion. Besides, it's not the first time you've taken credit for my work. What do you mean? Well, let's just say I deserved at least a third of that Bake Off trophy. Absolutely not. We can argue about this after we start recording. Let's let everyone get on with their day now. Good point. Thanks for listening and keep them sticky. Ready for the boring bit? Let's go. The Sticky Bun Boys are not endorsed by or affiliated with Love Productions, The Great British Bake Off, or any of its subsidiaries. All views and opinions are our own. The Great British Bake Off and all related content are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Very professional, David. In one breath. (laughs) We're all just having a bit of fun, aren't we? (laughs) How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.